Josh Galvin is. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Ashley. I'm Kristen. And today we are talking about Harrier Day Sen, Volume 16. Yes. Um, but before we do that, do we have any do we have anything new to share with our reading? It's so funny. So many people are like, I love that you've added a reading segment to your, <laughs> to your podcast. I'm like, I guess we'll talk about it. Um I don't really have anything new. I mean, mm-hmm. I started The Assassin's Blade. You started your reread last night already? Yes, but I haven't gotten very far. I'm still on the first little vignette, mm-hmm. no- novelette. I, I don't know what novella. I know. What's the difference? I don't know what you would. Mm-hmm. I think they're technically novellas because if, if people aren't aware, so the Throne of Glass series is seven books. But then I think a portion of the way through, as she was writing them, mm-hmm. Sarah J. Moss released f- five, five, I think, novellas. And they were released separately originally. Okay. So it's like The Assassin and the Pirate Lord, The Assassin and the Healer, all these different ones. Um, and they're little shorter stories about Selena Sardothian. And um, it kind of gives you a little more context about her and her past. So eventually they ended up – the publishers ended up compiling them into one book and that's now called The Assassin's Blade. Okay. Which is like a full-length book in and of itself now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you get through it pretty fast because Mm -hmm. of how short the little novellas are. So it's like reading short stories almost. Um, But I always tell people to read that before they start the series because – I think it makes a huge difference in getting to know Selena and who she is and what her motivations are. So I'm yeah. on the first one with Rolf. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I am finished with that one. Um, okay. So okay. On so the, you've read that. Yeah. So I'm on the second okay. one. Um, so that yeah, that's a good one. I think that's really all I've read that's been um, like new from last week. So um, and yeah, like I – I slowed down my crazy DZ binge. Like, I, <laughs> I don't think I've gotten any further. Well, I mean, I wa- I'm keeping up on Karatata, um, which is, I mean, this is going to sound funny because I feel like this is true for every DZ, but it's okay. a very, very um, conservative DZ. It's, like, more traditional. Oh, okay. Even, like, where they're – like, the, it's set in a Adirne, which I think is a little more of a traditional mm. – um, I don't want to say, like, village town. I don't – I I actually don't know. I'm not educated on that. But it kind of seems that way, at least from the set of the show. Okay. Um, and, and it airs on TRT, which is a government-owned channel. So I have a feeling it's just going to be uh, okay. very – yeah. Um, and it's not doing amazing in the ratings. But when I posted about that, someone from Turkey was like, oh, yeah, ratings don't really matter on TRT. They have, like – tax money so like they can like do whatever they want um which i thought that was they want to keep the show running they'll keep it running right so um yeah so i'm still interested there's a few things that i'm like okay this is gonna need to flesh out pretty quickly because it's gonna get old Mm. um but demir's acting is just really incredible and so furcon um um, furcon yeah Listen, i am stuck on demir and here is why you're gonna i know i i hope that you I hope you took diligent notes because I I feel like I forgot everything 
except that banister slide <laughs> that he does when they're rearranging the living room. Like, why am I not recalling the banister like, slide at all, Ashley? Oh, wait, wait, wait! Ban- I'm texting. I'm texting it to you right okay. now. Well, maybe okay, it's not a banister, but that's what I called it. I was like, "How is this the smoothest move I've ever seen in my life?" It's like not even the, like the mantle slide. Yes, the mantle <laughs> slide. Yes, I'm like, he didn't slide down the banister, the stair banister. Like, where? When did that happen? No, okay. the banister slide. I'm like, what? The mantle why is, slide. Yes. yes. Why is this affecting me so much? Oh, it's he just outrageously like, smooth. He is yes! Mr. smooth. This whole he episode. is so smooth. This whole episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like. My, like, I swear that scene just, like, scrambled my eggs. I can't, like, I can't remember anything else. I was like, holy crap. And then I, like, rewound and watched it a bunch because I was like, wait, did he just do what I think he just did? Because it, uh-huh. it's like he's, it's like he's gliding on water when he uh-huh. does it. Like he. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like when, when a book describes uh, a hero walking and it's like, almost like a like a cat-like prowess like mm-hmm. when they're just really really smooth and almost like he's he's yeah. almost kind of prowling like sliding into uh-huh. her kind uh-huh. of a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh it's so yeah. good and he kept i'm telling you this okay so you know 14 was yes us mm-hmm. gushing mm-hmm. and last episode was amazing sweet vulnerable demir well, this time we got smooth Demir for sure. So sinking smooth. <laughs> like uh, Mr. Yeah. Smooth, Mr. Suave. I was like, okay, Demir, you're uh huh. Yeah, you can. He's bringing it. He was sir. like, no, it's time mm-hmm. to assault Celine with all of mm-hmm. this charisma. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely went for it. Yes, he can. Um, move across my mantle anytime he would uh-huh. like. <laughs> anyways, I was like, holy cow, that is so distracting. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah. So overall, this episode, um, too much Elul, but also I I mm-hmm. kind of get it and I have like thoughts and feelings about it. Yeah. Um, I get it, so I'm not mad about it, but there was still too much. Yeah. If that's yeah. even like a stance to take. <laughs> no, too much, I but was- I get it. As I was watching it, I was kind of tweeting a little bit, and that was one of the things. I'm like, I this is she's getting too much screen time right now. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like, okay, come on, let's get and and doing a doing a rewatch. I did realize, okay, we did get a lot of Seldom in this episode. Oh, absolutely. So I I guess I can't complain too much. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, there's I do understand why we're getting so much of her. I don't know that I expect that to continue i'm almost kind of anticipating that this is the only time that we're gonna have a very a little heavy episode like yeah like we did today yeah so i'm not gonna stay mad about it <laughs> yeah i i hope that's it because i feel like it was plenty um yeah and i and i think it was because they really needed to be able to show us like she's not just some psycho ex although she did some psycho ex stuff like you know the caressing uh-huh. of the magazine page uh-huh. and stuff was like a yeah, mm. little bit serial killer for me the putting his <laughs> shirt back on like uh-huh. eh, don't love it um but like not in a like i'm gonna boil your bunny kind of a way just in right. a like you're kind of being pathetic and you absolutely need to move on especially because you're the one who ended this relationship and he is not showing 
any interest in any way, shape, or form in, like, giving you another chance. Right. Um, so, yeah. But I, I think all of these flashbacks, which they were, like, so uncomfortable to watch. I really hated I seeing him being that way with someone else knowing, like, he's with Celine right now, even though mm-hmm. it was from the past. Um, but I think it was to establish that they did have, like, a fun and loving relationship. Like, right. she's not, you know, it's not just to be like, oh, yeah, my psycho ex. Like, she was terrible and crazy and abusive right. and this and that. Like, it was really to establish, like, yeah, they had, like, a committed relationship. Like, it seemed like they lived together at one point. Um, uh-huh. And obviously, I mean, he proposed to her. Like, it was a serious relationship that – yeah. Um they were both committed you know and that she wasn't just always crazy and like pushing him away like she you know she was possessive of him i mean when they have the flashback and she's like jealous of the dream she had because he in her dream she was with some other girl or he was with some other girl right so i get that they were establishing that for us um well and i think especially after last episode and all the talk about him being very clingy and needy mm-hmm. with her in their relationship mm-hmm. i think it was kind of important for us to see both sides of how their relationship went and her recollections of it as well mm-hmm. because she's thinking back on this stuff very fondly it's not any kind of bitter or uncomfortable mm-hmm. feelings that she that are coming up for her as she's thinking about her relationship obviously when we think about past relationships we tend to think it about them in extremes sure either good extremes or bad extremes mm-hmm. depending on maybe <clears throat> how things ended or how things were right but um i do think that's important that we're kind of seeing her I, not her side of the story per se because mm-hmm. we're not the seeing anything about the breakup from her perspective right but at least their episode their episode their (laughs) their um relationship like you were saying uh, yeah to kind of give us that context yeah because honestly it would make no sense for someone like demir to have ever been with like some crazy psycho no no um and so i'm glad that's not the route they took Mm -hmm. where it was just that would be the easy way to go um and so I – like I said, I got it. But I was just like, yeah, I don't care about your asthma. I don't care about I your – I don't care about your sad struggles while you're boxing in the morning. I don't care I know. I think <laughs> – I think I tweeted something like, like me – yeah, I totally understand where Alu's coming from and, and right. why she would feel the way she does. And <laughs> I totally get that. Also me, maybe the asthma will be what ends her. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I really loved how when she um when she had that asthma attack in the car when they're driving back from like the business meeting thing. Yes. Her and Demir. He's not an ass about it because it is asthma. So, I mean, he pulls right. over. He's like, you know, let me get the door open for you. Get out of the car. Get some fresh air. Deep breaths. Right. Where's your inhaler? Yes. Yeah. You know, and she starts to tell him something. And he and I do like how he's kind of like, yeah, you don't need to tell me that you have asthma. I know that. Like. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I like didn't we forget. Were, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, like he's he's concerned, but not in any way that can be misconstrued. Because. Yep. Honestly, that would have been an easy way for him to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, are you okay? Hurry. Like, let me hold your hand and get you through this, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, out right. of concern. Put and his then hand her- on her back or something. Right. Yeah. He yeah. does none of that. And then girlfriend still tries to kiss him when he helps her up. I know. And, and I love – Oh, he 
gets Shuts her down and so then fast. leaves her there on the side of the road which i freaking love. he's like fine take a ta- you're taking a taxi um like, well, because she tries to kind of explain it away, like, like mm-hmm. I didn't plan to do that. I'm really sorry. Because he, he's like, uh, excuse you, what do you think mm-hmm. you're doing? Mm-hmm. You suddenly think that not only have I forgiven you, not only have I forgotten about everything, but you also think that you have the right to kiss me. And then she kind of tries to explain it away. Because like, I missed it was, you. and I missed you. I, it, it was, was probably habit. Like, I wasn't thinking about it. And, and yeah, and he's like, okay, then you can – Take a taxi home. Yeah. Well, and like, and at that point, had she already said, it's obvious there's someone in your life? Because it's like. Yes. yes okay. So then did. it's like, you have zero excuse. You were, you already, yeah. I mean, you we already know you knew because you saw him at the end of episode 15. Well, sorry. Hang on. She, she doesn't say that until after. Uh, after the, the asthma attack. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But either way, she knew. So she didn't say it to him, but she she's technically known mm-hmm. since – I mean, she's got mm-hmm. the wrong person, but she knows he's with someone. So it's like, yeah, you really had no excuse, girlfriend. And then the other thing is like he – I love even too that she's like – because this is a this is a, a little tropey thing that happens. Um, One person will be like – um, excuse me, why, if you feel nothing for me, then why are you so angry? Like, basically, right. like, that's still a feeling and you wouldn't have such a visceral reaction if you didn't feel something. And mm-hmm. I love that he explains that. And he's like, listen, what I'm angry about is, like, the way you treated me and the way it left and, like, how I had to deal with, you know, the repercussions and the pain of that. Not because yeah. I want you back. Not because, you know, he's like, those are the only things I'm angry about. Let me be clear. Like, my anger is not rooted in love, basically. <laughs> like Right. Well, and I also think that all of the flashbacks were really important in seeing why Demir would have been thro- so um, thrown off and so blindsided by her just up and leaving and breaking up out of the blue mm-hmm. after they were already engaged. Because apparently – as we're seeing from these flashbacks, it was a good relationship. And in general, they had a good time together mm-hmm. and things generally went well, well enough for them to, as you said, live together, to uh, potentially work together, and then to end up uh, engaged. So yeah. I feel like that was kind of just more proof of why Demir was so heartbroken and so utterly blindsided by her leaving him yeah totally agree um so yeah it just yeah like you said it just makes the fact that he was blindsided it justifies why he was it wasn't like oh we'd been having all these problems and then she just up and left right um or they were having problems but she wasn't making him aware of them that she was feeling suffocated or that she was feeling like he was you know trying to squeeze like how vidot told him like you you know, you hold on to them so tightly that you wind up suffocating them. Like, yeah. um, you know, but obviously there wasn't communication happening about that. Well, and that's interesting because it does seem like there was definitely a lack of communication in their relationship mm-hmm. by some of the stuff that we're finding out. And also it's very clear that Demir has been a workaholic for a long time mm-hmm. and maybe that was kind of a problem in their relationship or maybe they both mm-hmm. i mean we, we talked about how they're very likely very similar 
Right. I think that's what it was, that they're both workaholics. Uh-huh. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he asks why she scheduled that meeting so early on Monday. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, haha, Demir, you're complaining about work now all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Like, who who's this new Demir who – uh does doesn't want to get up in the morning when i recall you being up as early as five o'clock or you know she yeah she basically talks about how you know she couldn't tear him away from his desk and mm-hmm. you know that's a, a shock coming from him of all people and he's kind of telling her well things have changed and that's not me anymore yeah so it's just interesting because obviously they did have problems right in their relationship, but we're also kind of seeing those those good aspects too. I, I yeah. really like how they've done this whole AWOL situation because yeah. it does feel <laughs> very legitimate. Like it's something that really could have happened to somebody where yes. they're, they have this relationship and they're both workaholics. They're both super similar in their personalities and in their tendencies and it maybe just doesn't end up working. Mm-hmm. But they – that doesn't negate the fact that they still have feelings for each other right. or that she would still have feelings even after feeling overwhelmed and breaking the engagement. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, so they just make her this character that you can't – there's things that you see her do that you're like, mm, serial killer stalker vibes. But at the same time, you can't really fully hate her. I mean, I guess you can if you want, but – it, she's not like a Lara where it's like it. She very mm-hmm. quickly it became evident that it was like, oh yeah, we're not gonna like this girl, and she's got terrible oh, yeah. intentions. Um, Alul's more layered than that because she even tells Barack, mm-hmm. okay, and is your vibe that I know he his whole goal is to like throw Demir off. You know, he tells Feru like, oh, having her here is enough because it's gonna distract him. He'll make a mistake at work. I'll swoop mm-hmm. in to fix it. It'll get rid of him because then I'll have something to like lord over him or lord over the board to be like, mm-hmm. give me the whole company. Um, but I'm also like, you I think you like this girl. Like, you show up to help her, you're kind of being flirty. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so are I, you gonna also like try to make something happen with her? But she's also got his number because she's like, listen. Uh, yeah. I'm a better boxer. It's like a metaphor, you know? It's like, I'm a better right. boxer than you. And also, so is Demir. So, like, don't pull the stunts you think you're about to pull. Because she t- she flat out mm-hmm. tells him, that customer already planned on giving Demir his business. Mm-hmm. He only changed his mind after he got this certain information that she's basically like, I know came from you. Yeah. So, like, don't pull this crap. So she clearly yeah. is there to actually help the company, too. Like, yes. And yes. so – I like – where it was like, yeah, I had to like go – yeah, go a Lul in that particular scene, you know? Um, yep. Even though just two seconds earlier in that scene, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're <laughs> pathetic unpacking of your sad memories, you know? Right, But I right. did love too that that also felt like it was meant to be a parallel. Like she's unpacking all this stuff and setting this stuff up that clearly has so much to do with her past and her relationship mm-hmm. with Demir – Meanwhile, Celine and Demir are like redoing and rearranging their house and building it for their future together, like Mm -hmm. to make memories and um, establish their relationship. And so I did – I felt like that was done on purpose just to see the contrast there of like what was happening. That's Um, a great point. Because at first I was like, why do I care that she's unpacking all this crap? And then I was like, actually, mm-hmm. I think it was more for the benefit of contrasting what Celine and Demir were doing at that same moment in yeah. their in their home. Yeah. Um, 
right before we got that great mantle moment. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a great observation because, yeah, the the whole point of them rearranging the house was to make it into mm-hmm. not Celine's house, not Demir's house, but Celine and Demir's house yep. together. So I I loved that and to to kind of see the symbolism and the contrast in that is yeah that's really good yeah and like i also noticed too that um you know last episode elul was this dark cloud hanging over where like every time demir came from an interaction with her or something happened like he was super sulky super you know um um what's that called when you like close in on yourself um he like basically started to like shut down and I can't anyways, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, but uh um, either. Anyways, like he you know, would basically just like shrink into himself though. And mm-hmm. yeah. Of course that scared Celine, which is why she's like, stay with me in the present, stay with me in the present. Right. And yes, there was some of that this episode, mm-hmm. but like other than the first scene when they first come home from the dinner and he's, like, distracted, mm-hmm. um, which, I, you know, we can go into that in more detail in just a second. But, like, I noticed every other time, though, when he would come back from anything that had to do with Elul, he just slid right back into, yep, like, his stuff. So I almost feel like it's showing, like, okay, the hold that that uh, past and that hurt, that past hurt has on him mm-hmm. is, is loosening and loosening mm-hmm. because he wasn't just in this like dark place every time he'd come back with Celine and like standing and staring off into nothing until she was like Demir. Um, right. He was know. shaking it off a lot easier. Yes. This, this episode and kind of able to, cause he gets a text message from her yeah. asking if she wants, if her asking him if, he wants her to postpone the meeting mm-hmm. and he's like, no, no, no worries. I already made a presentation. And then he basically turns right around and goes uh-huh. back to Celine yep. and is able to just move on with his day, have a good yeah. time with his girlfriend, enjoy their time together. So I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of metaphors mm-hmm. about him kind of moving on and looking to the future rather than being stuck in the past where – Elul is obviously still stuck in the past. Right. So much so that she's thinking of Demir in the same context as old Demir, Mm -hmm. you know, expecting certain things out of him, thinking about old Demir dating Ida and why they wouldn't fit, why Mm -hmm. there's something – I mean, that's – Yeah, they don't fit. Neither here nor there because they don't. But, you know, she's she's thinking about him within – these the very specific context of who he was while they dated right and so he also spent some time during this episode showing her specifically how he is not the same person Mm -hmm. because of the whole meeting situation Mm -hmm. because of how he reacted to her trying to kiss him Mm -hmm. uh the way i'm there was another example that i thought of and now it's just totally flown out of my head but um yeah, it's it's just interesting because it's like we're really seeing that dichotomy of mm-hmm. past versus future, mm-hmm. and I feel like last episode it, it kind of started it with Celine kind of continually asking him, "Hey, stay in the present mm-hmm. with me, come come back, you know, get out of the yeah. past," and it's like after that first conversation that they have at the beginning of this episode. It almost it seems like he really takes that to heart, and he, he does. Kind of 
you know, determines, okay, I am going to do that. I'm mm-hmm. going to move on. I'm going to not live in the past anymore. I'm going to stay in the present with Celine especially. Yeah. And as, I mean, he definitely does do that while it still is bothering him though because he doesn't like keeping secrets. It's like he told Vidot like – when they're at tea together, which mm-hmm. Vedat finally got to leave the nursery twice this episode. Um, yeah. and, but, like, you know, they're at tea and mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I hate not telling her. And I just know that she's going to find, you know, he totally it calls out the DZ thing, the DZ, the DZ trope of she's going to find out in the most inappropriate way. And then it's going to be a mess. And Vedat's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to never tell her. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate him clarifying that because, again, that was very bad advice. Yes. Um, And it's honestly advice he's tried not to take several times because he does keep trying to tell Celine yeah. to to his defense. Um, You know, but Vidot's like, look, he makes such a good point. He's like, you you had these, you know, you had these, have these fears of abandonment because of the things that have happened to you. Mm-hmm. Celine has these same fears because look at, like. Look at what happened bef- all before you guys got together. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not just something you let go of easily. So, yeah, of course she's afraid. Like, so don't just tell her. Show her that you're not leaving. Mm-hmm. And then tell her when it's not such a fragile thing. Then tell her about Elul and, like, you know. Um, again, I still don't think it's great advice, but it's better than what it seemed to have been last episode. Right. Um, and... And he yeah. did try to tell her. And he did try. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because in that beginning scene when they get home, he's distracted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he – did you also notice too, like, just any chance he got, he just was touching her. Like, yeah. he'd grab her hands and hold them to be like, can we go sit down and talk? Like, mm-hmm. just just all those – in those any little ways. Contact. not Yeah, just any yeah. kind of way he could be near her or touch her or hug her or just give her like a cheek kiss or a nose kiss or mm-hmm. – um, uh, yeah, I loved that. So, you know, he grabs her hands and he's like, can we sit down and talk? And she's like, sure. And when they sit down, and of course he's nervous and he's like, Celine. And she immediately – and now I'm, this is uh, this is clearly a thing she has to work through for herself too because right. I'm like, okay, girlfriend, please let him talk. Like, I know. Even if it's something – at this point, if it's something you don't think you want to hear, he's – you know he's attempted to tell you this like three if not four times now. Mm-hmm. At this point, just be like – Okay, I want to know, which in her defense, she does eventually do that. But, um, you know, she's like, great, I knew it. I just knew it. And he's like, what? What did you know? And she's like, you're going to – I know how this conversation goes. It's not me. It's you. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That is not what I'm about to say. What would make you think that? Um, And she's like, because we just can't – I I was too happy. And happiness right. like this doesn't last. Like I knew it had to be – you know, I knew it had to – um get messed up and he's like no 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 and he does make it clear. celine it's not about you and me it's not about you but it is about something right. in my past that i feel like i need to tell you mm-hmm. um and that's when she's like okay if it's not about your family i don't want to know i want to mm-hmm. hear about your work day i want to hear about something that went wrong today i want to hear about something with the house i want to hear about something with us if you have an issue with me i right. don't have the strength to hear about anything else mm-hmm. and um you know, when she runs off into the kitchen, she's very frantic and kind of harsh in her movements and getting water. And he, right. and when well, he walks and, in, well, and she she mentions that she has this recurring nightmare that mm-hmm. he's going to leave her just like everybody else has left her, and that him coming to her with something bad that he has to tell her, mm-hmm. and she's assuming it's something bad. <laughs> um, 
it's it's just feeding into that. And she's like, I you're I, I have this dream, I have this nightmare every every night, mm-hmm. and this is just gonna make it worse. So he, of course, feels terrible. He feels yeah. awful that he's causing her any kind of distress in this situation because he's like, this has nothing to do with us. I mm-hmm. just want to tell you something about my past. But yeah, she she's like, I can't hear it. I can't handle this right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she ends up running into the kitchen, grabbing some water. She's like really super agitated. For a second, I was like, is she opening a bottle of wine? I know. <laughs> I wouldn't – who would have blamed her at that point? <laughs> but no, she was opening a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he, he comes in and he just kind of kind of Hold, grabs her. Holds yeah. her from behind. Mm-hmm. Comforts it. her and is like, And apologizes. Apologizes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he recognizes that – there's a lot of stuff that she needs to work through, mm-hmm. and while their relationship is going very well, mm-hmm. they both have some issues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and they're gonna need to deal with those throughout right. the course of their relationship, and it may not necessarily be something she can handle at that moment in right. time. But what I will say is, at least they're being communicative about them, or mm-hmm. or trying to be. Yeah. Um, you know, because she could have just run off and went to bed after being on the porch. That's but, what I was expecting her to do. Was and when to she run does situation. yes, because yeah. she does get to hear from him. I'm very, I'm like, I am so sorry that I instilled this fear in you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cine I'm like, I'm not, listen, like, I am not leaving without yeah. you. Like, mm-hmm. I am not leaving you. Um, but I also know that it takes a while. <laughs> To actually forget those things that have happened, you know. Um, And so, you know, and while I know she – I know she appreciated hearing that, it's still just a little too fresh, a little too – so she's just like, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Um, The funny thing is um, neither of them end up being able to fall asleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And then (laughs) this was – this was the first of smooth demure. Oh Be- my gosh. Okay. I couldn't believe Be- Before we get to that deliciousness though. I know. I do love that they both are like, oh, you couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. And so she's like, mm-hmm. no. And she's like, okay, demure, you know what? I'm sorry. I should not keep stopping you if there's something you really want to tell me. Yeah. I'm prepared. You know, I've been thinking about it. I prepared myself. So please just tell me. Like, before I lose my nerve, I want to know. And so mm-hmm. – and he's about to. And then he doesn't. And is like, it was just mm-hmm. a ghost from my past. Um, It was just a ghost from my past. Sorry. I think one of our phones was too close to our microphones. Oh. Um, it just goes from my past and it doesn't matter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well – in one instance, you're right, it doesn't. But again, it does because it's – that past is physically here in the present right now. Right. And she does at least deserve to know mm-hmm. uh, because she is also working with this woman. So mm-hmm. – but, you know, I get it. So then she – you know, she does kind of poke a little bit like, well, then why did you keep bringing it up? Why, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and he's just like, you know, like I don't remember exactly what he says, but just kind of like it was my own fear and struggle kind of a thing. Um. But I think he even reassures, like, it doesn't have anything to do with our relationship. It's not, you know. And so, you know, he is just like, I just want to be with you. 
I don't, you know, he doesn't want to instill fear in her, which is, I think, what eventually makes him hold back. Is like, he just wants to be here with her and enjoy her. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, he's like, are you going to go to sleep? And she's like, no, I don't think so. Even if I went upstairs, like, I couldn't possibly sleep. (laughs) He's like, well, what do you want to (laughs) do? And then this very specific music starts playing. With, like, a saxophone? I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) They might as well put on Careless Whisper. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was – I was like, oh, my gosh. And (laughs) – Oh my gosh, killing me. <laughs> oh, and she and he like kind of le- like, well, what do you want to do? And kind of leans in, leans in and she's like, "Let's watch a movie." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, there like, basically <laughs> was a record scratch in the music, too. It was hilarious." I'm like, "If you guys were not being so obvious with <laughs> what you are portraying Implying. here on the screen right now. Oh my gosh. But it's so smart because they're working around the parameters <laughs> that they have because really what can um oh, I know we always call them R-Took and that's not how you say it, but like what could they possibly find them with? Like nothing. They, they didn't just say are, anything no, wrong. They're just playing music and he asked her what she wanted what? to do <laughs> to fill the time. Now, why in the world she would choose a horror movie over what he was implying, I don't know. But <laughs> we'll never know. But he's like, of course you want to watch a because scary movie. Because she's very naive. <laughs> it's the same reason she keeps dodging his – when he leans in to to kiss mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know. We'll oh. call her stupid Celine in those moments. <laughs> Oh, poor Demir. So he's like, okay, we're going to watch a movie. She's like, I'll get the laptop. Like, she's like, will you make the popcorn extra salty? And he's like, okay, okay. Well, by the time, of course, he makes the popcorn, she has fallen asleep on the couch. Of course. Probably because she's just feeling better about their conversation and stuff. And so she actually can sleep. Her nerves have calmed down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so he – he tries to get her to bed and she's like don't move me i'm comfortable here and so he just tucks her in with a blanket on the couch and right um does he like kiss her cheek or so i think he kisses her cheek or strokes her cheek or yeah he does yeah we get some cuteness yeah (laughs) gives her a little e gigular yes so should we pause right there and kind of cover the other characters that's what i'm thinking okay yeah because there isn't a ton going on Mm -hmm. um for everybody else, it's really just the trip uh, that Ida and Merve take to visit Bora Which, and his family. What a freaking mess. It's what a mess. Such a mess. I'm sorry, girlfriend. All signs point to divorce. Okay. Yep. So Leave his <laughs> butt. Like the fact his family that- is awful to her. Mm-hmm. And then he isn't even like coming back with her. He stays yes. with his family. That when he was supposed when he was going to, and then and he, he told he told her that he was gonna go back with her. And, and then, then he in a text message is mm-hmm. like, "Well, she, my mom is still really upset, so I think it's better if I stay with her tonight and see you tomorrow." And I was I, like, "Oh hell to the no!" Like, okay, so Demir <laughs> gained a million extra yes! points to me when I, he was like, "I don't, I just don't understand," you know. <gasps> 
Yeah. Uh, because he's talking about he feels he feels bad. He feels a little bit of guilt mm-hmm. about the whole Mary Bora situation, and Celine's kind of telling him they made their this choices. really isn't your fault. Mm-hmm. Exactly, they made their own choices. They're the ones who decided to go against that order and get married, and mm-hmm. now they're having to deal with the consequences. And so then he's thinking about just the job aspect. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of decides that he wants to try to help Bora out. Yeah. And he submits his CV to a friend mm-hmm. who is going to be able to hire him. But he mentions, he's like, I just don't understand why Bora isn't uh, protecting his wife. Yes. And I was like, I... you are exactly the Ugh. type of husband mm-hmm. that she deserves. Yes. Because I'm sorry. In situations like that, mm-hmm. he, Bora is now a married man. Yeah. So his loyalty is to his yep. wife, not yep. to mommy. Okay. Nope. Like that's not the way that it works anymore. No. Nope. Once you're married, number one person is your spouse. Yeah. Leave that and cleave, is what my matters. friends. Leave and cleave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> like, and it's not stuff like, like that grinds my oh, gears uh-huh. because it's like you know what I fully understand loyalty to family mm-hmm. and I know that stuff gets really tricky and mm-hmm. it's really good to be close to your family and to respect them to respect right. the in-laws all of that you know cultivate good relationships with everybody where you can that's a wonderful thing but mm-hmm. if there is a situation where someone in your family is being rude or disrespectful to your spouse. Mm-mm. It's your job as the spouse to say, I'm sorry, yeah. don't talk that way about my spouse mm-hmm. because I'm married to that person. Yeah. I love them and they have my lo- my loyalty and they also have my protection. Yeah. And that should go both ways. Mm-hmm. So the second Demir said that, I was like, yep. Hallelujah. Like, oh my gosh, Demir. I know. If I did not already love you so much. <laughs> Husband material. Like, it because and obviously there are exceptions to all these rules because yes, of, there are there course. are terrible human beings. There are abusive people who, you know, manipulate and isolate you from your friends and family. And right, you know, right, we're right. not talking about that. Well, and it's like even like, you know, I, I've even said like, hey, if I have a concern about you know, someone my friend is dating or my one of my siblings is dating, like, and I will share my concerns like, hey, this is what mm-hmm. I observe and see and it, it worries me. Um, But once they've made that decision to marry them, again, unless I'm seeing like actual danger, okay, <laughs> um, right. you know, I once they're married, like, I need to respect that. Like, yeah, I need to respect that or remove myself from the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't be keep going like, well, I don't like this and I don't like that and blah, 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 and harp on them. It's like, well, no, right. you, my friend, my sister, my brother, whoever, you've made this decision to marry mm-hmm. this person. And now as someone who loves you, I'm going to support you in that how I can. Mm-hmm. And like that's what he needed to say to his family is, listen, you might not like the way we went about doing this. You might have had concerns about, you know, things before we were married. But the fact of the yep. matter is we, two adults, yep. made this decision. So you can either respect it or my wife and I are leaving and you can figure out your own financial situation because I'm not going to help you if you're going to just 
basically want to ruin my marriage over it. Like, And after Merve comes with these gifts that she spent all this time trying to figure out yeah. and carefully curating with the help of the Tezes because she was a little bit ignorant on, you know, what's appropriate, what's traditional. Mm-hmm. They did all of this prep work and preparation to mm-hmm. try to help this go as smoothly as possible and they still were so rude and disrespectful to her. Yeah, it's I think they even terrible. like purposely like hated on her gifts, like how they like basically tried to make it seem like they either weren't appropriate or nice enough or whatever and it's just like i'm sorry if i took the time to give something to someone especially someone who's important to my husband Mm -hmm. and they treated me like that and he just sat there quietly oh my gosh and then stayed with them and after you left yes for the night Uh uh-huh can you imagine? When I'm – and where she's only there for a temporary period of time because she has to come back and go to work. The so next you only morning, already have limited time with your wife. Yep. And She you, flew uh-huh. out to see you for the weekend. Oh, my gosh. This now gets worse and worse. It only gets worse because she flew for the weekend to bring gifts, to kowtow to the family, mm-hmm. to – you know, beg them essentially to accept her and to accept their marriage. And then he didn't even bother to come back to the hotel with her mm-hmm. when he knew they wouldn't be seeing each other again. Yeah. Because yep. she was leaving super early the next day to go yeah. back to Istanbul. Throw terrible him out with the trash. <sighs> um so that is basically Merve's situation. Ida and Ebo, we not a whole lot happens. Like, I mean they do they do keep in communication and yeah chat and stuff while she's gone and like they kind of have a little bit of a flirting where he's like well what else did you do today and she's like well then we went to this and then we came back to the hotel and he's all "Uh uh-huh and and she's like (laughs) and i thought about you a little and he's like a little and she's like okay i thought about you a lot and i was thinking this and then you know he says the same thing i was thinking about you and so they have like Mm -hmm. cute little you know they have like a cute little thing um so there – I felt like they were just kind of more at like a like a standstill this episode. There wasn't really a whole lot for move of movement for them. They were present. Yeah. They were present but not really I, – I think he does well, even acknowledge at one point that the date wasn't exact – like I know that double date didn't really go how you were expecting, huh? Like are you going to get revenge on me or <laughs> – Right. So she – and she eventually kind of says yes but mm-hmm. it will be by her planning – a yeah. date for them and he'll have to come to whatever she plans sort yeah. of a thing. And then um they they do kind of mention that she she I the wording was difficult to kind of break down. Um but he I don't know if he's like asking to be invited in after the date. I or think if that's he'll go, what it, okay. I think that's what it was. Cause then she's like Merve's inside, like we're leaving. Well tomorrow. and she says basically like well, and I haven't met your friends yet, mm-hmm. so and sh- and she's like, and I'm not mad about that. Like, I'm not trying to right. punish you or anything, but but you wanted to you, move slower, <laughs> yes. So we're gonna move slower if yeah. that's really what you want. Yes, <laughs> and things are going well, and we're gonna continue on this path that we're on. Yeah. So that's kind of the the gist with them. Yeah, um, we get a little bit more of them with the whole. Bunyamin situation at the yeah. end because Celine decides that they that that's what Merve and Bora need and Bora's not even there for the therapy session <laughs> and so she's like a stand-in and it's like it's, it's like just a weird cha- role play. it's just super weird chaotic role role play where it then comes out that 
what's his name is not even a real licensed therapist anymore his license has been revoked for his very strange practices and he's like but that's happened to plenty of scientists in the past when i win my nobel prize i'll thank you all but he basically hightails it out of there because he probably knows they're all about to be like what the heck Uh um so i think that's the end of our time with therapy i think so yeah um which is good he kind of you know he he uh fulfilled his role really Um, yeah so, yeah, and then we did get – okay, again, just little things. Um, like, there wasn't a whole lot with the Tezes. Like, the only really relevant thing is when they keep, when they were all – when they popped in on Selene and Demir <laughs> yes. and, you know, we're all basically wanting – concerned in one way or another about Layla and Muhadambe. Like, Firuze yeah. wants to make sure that he's a good guy. Muhadambe basically wants permission from someone to per- – to, pursue her and since she doesn't her right. dad's not alive he kind of takes that to demir which kind of makes demir choke like what the heck yeah. um and then of course layla shows up all nervous about her own thing and then like is trying to basically implant ideas about a wedding for celine and demir by leaving her wedding dress yes. with or a wedding dress with celine celine's like oh i'll get it all to merve's you know uh yeah whatchamacallits to her measurements and Layla's kind of like oh okay I think it's more to fit you though the waist is kind of more your size and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah like and when she runs upstairs to put it in the closet Demir you know she's like Demir everything's okay with you guys your relationship's good he's like "Uh uh-huh and she's like okay good we were just worried and concerned you know because we love you so much and he's like oh yes I know you love us so much as much to send flowers and candy and mystery men (laughs) dates and basically says like I know what happened yeah and I can tell Celine at any moment so Mm -hmm. you better be on your best behavior with it yeah so then she brings it back to happy pie and tells Osmie and Firuze and they yeah. all freak out they think Merve is the one who spilled the beans uh-huh. because she's the one that who spilled kept- everything originally <laughs> to Demir uh-huh. um but that's I feel like that's really mm-hmm. it for the side stories we get Osmie yeah. flirting with Ferube yes which more. I mean now listen though that's been going on for a while but apparently yeah. he's only been divorced for a month and nobody even knew he was married like Wait, he said only a month? Yes, last episode <laughs> when he's like, yeah, I got divorced a month ago. And I'm like, wait a minute. I did a month not ago, catch that it was a but month. But he and Osby have been like, she's been flirting with him basically since like the birthday party. I mean, like little yeah. things here and there, but like the birthday party when she takes the bow tie off of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, so I was like, uh, excuse me, sir. No wonder Maybe your wife probably divorced you. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyways i think the whole point of those conversations were just to like normalize that hey these things happen and like relationships end right um because you know even vidat is divorced Mm -hmm. um you know uh demir had a broken engagement Mm -hmm. so you know i do think they were just trying to you know just kind of say like hey yeah people have paths in these you know with other people um right and, I mean, at the moment, it's not what Merve wants to hear because she's right. like, why is he bringing up divorce? Yeah, yeah. And she starts freaking out. But exactly. Maybe it'll plant an idea. Yeah. But the rest of it is just mostly really cute seldom moments. Like, yeah. like the next morning, um, he's doing his kata. And, again, okay, ever since somebody was like, do you notice he wears all white when things are good, all mm-hmm. black when they – and you notice he's wearing, like, charcoal and white and i don't know if that was on purpose either where it's kind of like well things are lovely between them but there is this kind of thing there is this Mm. kind of storm cloud hanging over because we do have the little situation um so i don't know if that was on purpose or not but 
uh, he's doing his kata. She comes out and starts to kind of like mimic him again from this behind is without him. One knowing. of my favorite tropes when they can sense each other. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love when, or or like if they can sense that they're being stared at Star- or looked yes. at. Yes, or like Sanam when John walks into the like wardrobe room. Yes, and she just she like stops what she's doing and like takes a deep breath, but like. Oh, yes. so good. Yes. Or it's like mm-hmm. it's like I, I know we've brought this up several mm-hmm. times, but who cares? It, it's like in return to me when her heart can yes. sense that he's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh my god! Because her heart knows him already. So yeah, it's the all that kind of thing where it's like uh, kind of like a physical reaction or oh. some sort of a reaction to the other person being near when yes. you don't technically see them yet. So I. Oh, I, lo- I eat that it's, crap up. Oh, my gosh. So do I. Sorry. Jack is, like, hacking in the background, you guys. Oh, poor Jack. <laughs> I know. He just – it's, like, a weird cough thing. Anyways, um, yeah, I totally agree. And, oh, my gosh, return to me. I hope that's one that Becca does on her podcast, her rom-com podcast. Oh, I love that. It's not trash, but movie. it is – oh, so good. Um. Oh, yeah, we gotta. I gotta watch that again soon. I usually, I usually, it's one of my go tos. But anyways, mm-hmm. yes, like that whole just like faded mates kind of just vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he senses her, but she doesn't know that, and so he kind of turns around and surprises her, and mm-hmm. they have these adorable little like snuggle cut. I kept calling them huggles because it was like they're having these like yes. hugs that were really just like these great snuggles too, mm-hmm. and so they were just these sell them huggles and um i just uh i thought it was i just loved it so they're having a cute little moment but then he's kind of like what's that smell and she's like oh it's my floral shampoo and he's like yeah that does smell lovely i don't think that's what i'm smelling though (laughs) and then she's like the biscuits or the bread or whatever and he's like great so you're gonna burn down the whole house yeah um and so i yeah, I just thought that was really cute because then they're they're eating breakfast a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. And he's like talking about how good the omelet is. And then he's realizing that she's like not even paying attention to him. Yeah, she's super distracted. <laughs> she's looking down at, at something in her lap. And he's like, uh, hello, Celine. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm distracted by this magazine. They covered <laughs> this guy that I really love. Like he's, oh, he's so charismatic. He's so handsome. Man, oh, he just has gosh. it all. And Demir's <laughs> like, what are you talking? You're sitting right in front of my face and you're ignoring me and, and paying attention to some article about some random guy. He's getting all mad and he ends up so gra- snatching good. it out of her hand and it's the article about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so- but, And then of course he's like, you literally have me here in the flesh. And yeah. You're like staring. And she's like, look, I'm not done reading that. And then I do love too because it's funny because she says something, the subs were bad, but I took it along the lines of like, I think that's the first time like you've ever, I've ever seen you jealous of yourself kind of a thing. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Or so somebody jealous of themselves. Of themselves, yes. Yeah. And – but then she's like, yeah, wait a minute. Also, which I thought this was so funny. I thought he was going to say – I thought his answer was – well, okay. So she gets upset because she's like – yeah, and this magazine is in houses all over, you know, Turkey. All these women are just gonna be staring at it. And look at the look in your eyes. I've seen that look in your eyes before. When you when you have me like pinned up against the wall upstairs, like uh-huh. what's basically with those bedroom eyes? Blah yeah. blah blah. And I wanted him to be like, "Hey, dummy, 
I was looking at you when the photographer took that yes. picture because he yes. was. He was. Yeah. But he never says that. They just he just kind of is like laughing like um like who's jealous now? Yeah, but I anyway, know I really wanted him to be like, yeah, because I was looking at you. Mhm. And then that's what he should like, have said. And then for her to be like, "Oh, Demir." And then, "Oh, I didn't do our I didn't do our count. Let me um let me pull that up before I forget again." Uh, this episode we had forty demirs, oh so gosh. our count is up to four hundred and seventy-five. So we're for sure gonna break five hundred <laughs> next episode. Um, anyways, that is how I would have liked to see that scene go, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe a version of it did go that way. We just it got yeah, cut or something, maybe. but yeah. Um, did you also notice really quickly that Ebo and uh Demir at the beginning they both kind of bond over their mutual dislike of Barack mm-hmm. when Ebo's like, "Sorry, I hope I didn't offend you, man. I just can't like pretend to like that guy." Yeah. And Demir basically was like, "Don't worry about it." Like, anyways, yeah. I was I just loved that. Yep. More proof that uh that they're buddies and that mm-hmm. they should be buddies. Yeah, so they basically spend their day together. They end up doing some house rearranging. That's that's the day they do that. And um, they start talking about this painting that's over the fireplace. <laughs> and Celine really doesn't like it. So she asks Demir if they can, you know, take it off the wall, put it away, <laughs> put something else up there. And he is such a little brat. He reveals that he knew she wouldn't like it. And that's why he put it up <laughs> in the first place. Um, oh. But he ends up asking her, he's like, I have an idea. Why don't we hang some of your photographs up here instead? So she ends up saying, oh, okay, yeah, I guess. But you're going to need to pick them. I, every time I mm-hmm. look at them, I can only see flaws. But they end up kind of going into her dark room for a mm-hmm. little bit and looking at the pictures because he wants to pick some out, maybe have her develop a few. Well, and I think he mentioned something too about I want to learn, like, so we can take pictures together, like, you need to yes. teach me. Mm-hmm. And I love that she's like, wait, finally something I can teach Demir Arendelle? Because, you know, mm-hmm. her whole thing is like, you've done everything. We There's nothing new for us. So I really thought that was cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, as they're in there, he ends up kind of confronting her about the pictures that uh, she took of him when he (laughs) didn't realize and when he Mm -hmm. wasn't looking. Please, sir, like you're actually upset about the fact that she was Mm -hmm. so enamored of you that she was taking pictures of you uh, candidly. (laughs) I do love, though, that kind of the payback is that he gets to do the same to her. Yes. That she doesn't get to pick the time. But he, because mm-hmm. he also loves the idea of candid pictures, so mm-hmm. he's just gonna pick any time that he wants and uh, pay her back for that. And I like too, because of course, you know, he's kind of being flirty and cute, so she winds up basically overdeveloping the picture, right? Leaving it in the developer fluid for too long, and then she's like, "Oh, again!" And he's like, "Again!" Like she, <laughs> she basically is implying like she's already done this to one of his photos before. <laughs> I love that she constantly blames him for everything, too, because she gets so distracted by him, like, with with the kata moment, and when she burns a toast, she's like, it's your fault, <laughs> and then with this, she blames him, because he distracted her. It's it's the best. The best kind of distraction. It's adorable. Um, So, they... Um, uh, That's when he gets to call about the Monday meeting, right? Yes. Osmia kind of apologizes for calling on a weekend, but she's like, it looks mm-hmm. like the client meeting was scheduled for very early Monday morning, so I just want to let you know so that you can be prepared, blah, blah, blah. Right. 
So he's like, cool. He winds up telling Celine he has to go into the office to at least pick up the documents. And again, when she sits down, he takes both of her hands to tell her, like, I just have to run to the office. Mm-hmm. Like, any excuse to just be connected to her. Um, And she's like, well, well and- go ahead. Yeah. No, that's all I was going to say was that she ends up offering to help because Ida's gone, mm-hmm. who – is actually his employee who mm-hmm. should be the one helping him with this but she's out of town so celine very kindly offers she's like well I'll, i can help you with it no worries yeah and so she's like i'll get ready real quick and we'll go to the office he's like you know what you stay here enjoy our newly rearranged house i'm just gonna run and grab the documents and i'll come back and we can work on it together mm-hmm. she's like okay cool um and when he gets to the office, he hears singing. It's clearly a song that Elul has sung before in their past. Right. We get a flashback to that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when I realized I was like, oh, this is when it occurred to me why they're giving us so many flashbacks. It's to portray, you know, the whole thing we already talked about. Like, mm-hmm. I really think they're trying to show they did have a pretty normal relationship. Yeah, it obviously had its issues, but what relationship hasn't? Um. And so just, again, to show, like, well, no wonder he was so affected when she left. Right. It wasn't that he was, like, uh, overly obsessed with her the way she seems to be with him now. Like, it was just that they had a really good thing going mm-hmm. and he was very attached to it and then it just was ripped from him. Yeah. Uh, and again, though, I love that when, you know, he just – he kind of moves past it, goes mm-hmm. and gets the documents. I mean, he's a little frustrated, but – He's just like, let me get in and get out of here. She does stop because she's like, oh, I didn't hear you come in. He's like, yeah, I needed to get the documents, you know. And he's like, are you the – I think you mentioned this, how he's like, are mm-hmm. you the one who scheduled this so early? Yeah. And then they have that whole conversation where he's like, yeah, well, like, just because you knew who I was two, three years ago doesn't mean you know who I am now. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, he's – but he doesn't stick around. He gets mm-hmm. home. And well, because she offers, like, oh, do you want to grab some coffee? Mm-hmm. He's like, um, nope. no. <laughs> nope. He goes home to his girl. They are working together outside. He's not distracted. He's working. So is she. They're coming up with this well, concept and idea. He does grab chai with Vidat first. And oh, that's, that's right. And they have that conversation that yes. we kind of already went over. So You're right. That's, but then after that, after he's kind of spilled to Vidat because he's mm-hmm. frustrated, he's like, she's – here like this is gonna this is gonna be just only get worse but he's able to vent his feelings a little bit and i think that's helpful because then he's not taking it back to celine Mm -hmm. and i do like at one point in that conversation when he's like well she's this and she's that and vidat's like well guess what that's her problem not Mm -hmm. yours and i'm like that's so true and that's so true in so many aspects in our own lives where it's like we forget that where it's like you know what a lot of this stuff like it's not actually my problem. It's that person's problem. Yep. And I don't need to take it on. And he doesn't. He doesn't need to take on whatever it is that she thinks she's going to accomplish with him while she's here. Yep. Or what past relationship she thinks she's going to resurrect between them. Like, that's her problem, not his. Um, and so, yeah. So when he gets home, he's not distracted. They're working on the stuff. It's mm-hmm. going really well because she's even like, look, you can present, you know, this this uh project which basically is budgetless it's you know huge great right. you can present this more practical one just to show that they have options but you already know they're gonna pick like the grandiose one it's gonna and you know it'll be great so they're just agreeing on that and um and this is again when i made the note of like okay you know what this whole episode minus that opening scene he's really just slipping back into his present with celine and not yeah. letting this stuff 
eat at him the way it was last episode mm-hmm. um where Elul's concerned she's just less and less of a noose around his neck right. um and so this is when it's cute they kind of finish for the night and um and he's like well what do you want to do now and she's like um how about a hug first and he you know, it's so cute because he just makes this like adorable like entertained like he's just so like humored by her like he just is like okay kind of chuckles and like gives her a big old like bear snuggle um and yeah because that's like her her uh payment for helping him Mm -hmm. because she's like okay i helped you and he's like okay so what do you want as your payment you know what do you (laughs) what what favor can i do for you now that you did this favor for me yeah and that's all she wants is a hug which is so sweet and then he's like of course you're she wants to watch the movie since they didn't get to last night because he's like don't fall asleep she's like i'm not we're gonna watch the movie tonight and he's like okay does it have to be another scary movie like and um you know, and because she says something about making soup, and he's kind of like, "No, what? Yeah. what like soup? We're gonna get well, scared, he, and then it's gonna like slash all over." <laughs> well, he says that they're gonna choke on it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, okay, well, if we watch a scary movie, we can't eat soup. If we're gonna, we're gonna be drinking our soup, and we're gonna choke on it because we're gonna get scared. And then they start talking about CPR. Well, she says, "Don't worry if you do, because I know CPR." And, and then he's, he's like, like, "Oh." Will you give me a demonstration oh, right now? And I'm like, <laughs> and then she just is like, she goes, I'm going to go make the soup. And like, like runs oh, into the kitchen. Here. And I'm like, woman, <laughs> let him give you mouth to mouth. What is wrong with you? Oh, my gosh, Celine. Um, poor guy. Yeah, she's swerving him at every opportunity. And I'm like, okay, you're... You're just leaving him out in the cold over and over. I know. Poor Demir is hungry in more <laughs> ways than one, and you are leaving him starving. So he's hungry like a wolf. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, uh, like the Duran Duran song. Anyways, um, <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> I'm sure the people who would have understood that would have immediately thought, "Oh, <laughs> Kristen knows Duran Duran." <laughs> Everybody else would be like, I wonder what that is. Let me Google it. (laughs) Was it not everybody knew what a bunny boiler was the first time I brought it up? Spell it out for him, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, geez. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh. So they basically get, they, they watch their movie, right? And then um, that's when we get what, the first time of seeing um, Elul also with her asthma. Like, yeah. So they're settled in watching their movie. Yeah. We can pan over to her real quick. She's clearly having trouble mm-hmm. breathing, coughing, hacking. We already went over the mess of Antalya. We did get, um, you know, because they – at one point – like she freaks out at the movie Celine, mm-hmm. and he basically tries to play it cool. Like, okay, you really got scared, and she's like, "Oh, and you weren't scared at all." And he's like, "No," and she's like, "Then why are you death gripping the pillow?" Like mm-hmm. he's like white knuckling the pillow, and he's like, "Well, your shriek was 120 decibels, so of course it made me clench, <laughs> like made me tense. My hand on the pillow. <laughs> oh, Demir, dear, um, I." loved though because you know they they finished the movie mm-hmm. and she ends up going to bed and she's like try not to be scared <laughs> you know holler if you need me kind of a thing and he's like oh haha 
Um, and he ends up looking back over the project one more yeah. time before he goes glasses to bed. Glasses Demir. We got glasses, glasses Demir, Demir right there. He needs to put those on more often for Celine and maybe um, she, yes. she will succumb to his charms more often. Maybe that's the key here. Yeah. Bro, leave your glasses on and then try to give her CPR. Yeah. And then take them off when you kiss her like in business proposal. <gasps> <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. But I've seen that. I've seen. A I'm clip sure you've of that. seen the gif. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> the gif that has like 30 million views by now, probably, because everybody was obsessed. But it is a great moment mm-hmm. in that show. So yeah, he definitely <laughs> needs to wear his glasses more. Yes, um, he does. Abel he, got glasses demir constantly, and Celine yeah. has been sadly deprived of glasses demir. Yeah, we absolutely need to balance the scales there. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. jealous for Celine to get more glasses demir. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got glasses demir, but Celine's asleep, so she's not benefiting from it. Only right. we are, which is also mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. He takes them off fairly quickly, though. Um, yeah. Celine wakes up, thinks she hears a scary noise. So she goes downstairs downstairs to get some water because apparently the answer to scary noises is to fill your water glass. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she notices that he's still awake and just barely coming up the stairs to go to bed. So she like Hilarious. leaps out at him. <laughs> it scares him. Well, and then he ends up grabbing her and pushing her up mm-hmm. against that wall. That wall gets more action Listen, than Demir, okay? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> that zebra wall has seen some things. Yes. But he's like, oh, Celine, what are you doing awake at this hour? He's all flustered because of it. He should have, like, picked her up, thrown her over his shoulder, and then taken her to his room. But instead, like, he's like, go to bed. Right now, here's, <laughs> yeah. you, you're going to – you you want payback for this? Uh-huh. You're going to get some payback. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So – but no, he's just like, Celine, go to bed. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. This house is crazy. Like, just that it's, like, nuts. And he just kind of stalks off to bed. Um, I love when he I I don't know what it is, but I love when he's such a little baby about stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it cracks me up. Between this scene and him getting all flustered and all bent out of shape at her scaring him, and and Celine just just like this is ho- the most hilarious uh-huh. thing. Demir, you're so funny. <laughs> Between this <laughs> and then and the next morning when the oh water gets gosh. shut off and he's so mad. I I love. I it should be so annoying, uh-huh. but it, I freaking love it every single time. He's such a little baby about things. I'm like ah, Demir. It's so it. <laughs> okay, so yes, the next morning. Um, he, um, the water's turned off at right in the middle of the shower. Yes. Now, did we understand the reasoning for that? It seems like they had like their own water source at home. This has to be some sort of like Turkish thing, right? Where maybe they all have like a like an excess water tank mm-hmm. that maybe collects rainwater mm-hmm. is what i'm assuming okay and then it's kind of like an emergency got it they can have that water tank to use that if maybe the water- connected to the yeah. house that kind of a thing well celine during her time living solo at that house decided to get rid of it because it was so, rusty <laughs> uh-huh so after the city water or whatever you know whatever their source currently is um got turned off during his shower <laughs> he's sol with because he's all sudsy and soapy yes yeah but there's no little emergency water tank 
for them to <laughs> connect. And he's like, Celine, doesn't this how – yeah, because Vedat mentions it too. And uh, apparently it's all Celine's fault because she's the one who got rid of this water Yeah. Tank. But – well, and he doesn't know Vedat's coming for breakfast. So when he shows up, Celine's kind of frazzled and he's like – oh, that wasn't a very warm welcome. Should I go? And she's like, no, no, it's not you. This is what happened. So they both kind of laugh and think it's funny. Yeah. So Vidot is like, well, I'll bring the water upstairs for him. So mm-hmm. he basically like scares him in the bathroom. Well, and I love that he's like, <laughs> it's like, don't worry, sweetheart. I have your water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vidot. And when he leaves it, Demir looks and he's like, listen, if Vidot, you're the one who carried it, the least you could have done was made the bucket full. Like, <laughs> so he and gets. And then he's asking if it was the, if it was a dirty bucket. <laughs> I think he's he was asking, like, is this like the bucket you clean the floors with? Like, cause there's chemical, like chemical cleaner in it. And she's like, no, but yeah, cause he's all itchy and crazy. And then of course, like they start getting itchy because they're watching him itch and it's like this whole thing because he's being all phobic about what kind of bucket (laughs) the water was brought up in and so they but they have like a a cute fun little breakfast like Mm -hmm. Vidot even had something to contribute for his suggestions for the project lands excuse me like landscaping wise so they kind of talk about that um and it's funny because I thought maybe this would be the opportunity that um it would come out that like this is his childhood home because Vidot mm. flubs and is like, well, what about your, you know, emergency one in the da da in the house? And she's kind of like, how'd you know we had one of those? And he's uh-huh. like, oh, it's an old Istanbul house. Like, and it just kind of gets brushed over. Mm-hmm. Another thing. I There had to have been a scene that got cut out, but there were no bonus scenes on the internet for this episode. Okay. Because – things wind down they're chit-chatting you know but then it's time for vidot to go he very because they talk about he's got a client these flowers blah 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 they're gonna die and she's like what do you mean like you just like have to water your flowers but they don't die in two days you know and vidot is like well i better go he very pointedly is like demir looks at the flower pot referring to um the flower that celine brought home for demir yes and then he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to walk Vidot out. But right. then he just comes back in the kitchen. We don't ever get to yeah, see what happened. there's no context for that no. whole interaction. So I'm like, there absolutely was a conversation had between them. Like, yeah. there had to have been. I thought it was going to be, Vidot was going to be like, hey, you know, like, speaking of flowers that need to be watered and nurtured, like, make sure you're nurturing and watering your flower. Like, But more like meaning right. Celine and their relationship and reassuring her and things like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that's totally where that conversation was headed. Yeah. And then there was just no conversation. So boo on you, yeah. editing team, because, like, I really <laughs> – I really want to know what was said between them. Yeah. Um, or they should have just cut out that thing, too. Where yeah, it's just like, that you, look. That's yeah. all they had to cut out. Yep. Because it was like, well, clearly that meant something. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, they do have a really – sweet moment kind of in the middle of this day mm-hmm. where um Celine is kind of just saying because is it when he asks why she didn't go to Antalya with the girls well yeah because what happens is uh Demir's feeding the animals and being adorable and like uh-huh. chatting with suckers he gets that text from Elul but he just uh-huh. answers it and that's it right. um and then she comes out there being very adorable and snuggly on, like, the yes. porch. And um, and they're for, they're reading first, like, because I, I think they sit down and – Because right. um, she's kind of like, 
because he's like, what do you want to do the rest of the day? By the way, I love that this whole episode was the weekend. Like we actually got to see how they spent – how everybody like spends a weekend. Uh, Specifically these two though, getting a weekend together. Um, So they're just kind of snuggling. It's cute. And then they both decide – they both decide they're going to read, just snuggled up next to each other reading. Now, well, but before this, though, they they have just like a really quick conversation because she essentially is like, oh, you've been stuck in the house with me all weekend. Are mm-hmm. you sick of me yet? And then he doesn't really say anything. And she's like, Demir, are you sick of me? Like, are, are you already tired of me? And it's really sweet because he tells her, I could be in this house 100 years with you and never get sick of you. Oh, see. Okay. See, I thought that ha- – that hap- I thought that happened – because they're then they decide to read later. Okay, for some after reason, they get I thought, all the visitors. Okay, for some reason I thought that happened after, but um, yeah, that's weird. I don't know why I have that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, well, it's all kind of a blur because they're just at yeah, the house. They're just and, at the house the whole and time, snuggling and having yeah. and talking. It's like <laughs> I mean, what matters? When happened. Yes, what matters is that it happened, and he said that even yeah. with a hundred years, he wouldn't want to be away from her. Yeah, but. Well, yeah, when they decide that they're just going to, like, hang out on the porch and read, it's mm-hmm. super cute. And I did recall, I actually did a search in our Facebook group because I was like, okay, I now remember when something about this scene came up. I had no context for it. Okay. Um, But when somebody was, like, asking about a specific quote from a book that Demir was reading. Okay. And um, so, obviously, I didn't – I wasn't really involved in the post at the time because I had mm-hmm. no idea what it was. But M.H. Musings, who um, who mm-hmm. we have mentioned before, and she, you know, uh, she she does episode reviews for a lot of different – has done episode reviews for a lot of different DZs. I believe she did this one live. I think she wrote weekly reviews for this one as well. Oh, okay. Um, but she wound up – she posted in our Facebook group, um, here's a fun fact about Harrier Day Sen. Mm. So she says, in episode 16, Demir is reading a book and reads aloud a short excerpt. That mm-hmm. basically says something along the lines of the past becomes heavy on the shoulders as mm-hmm. if we are putting clothes on over another outfit without removing the previous one, mm-hmm. which is a cool metaphor because, yeah, it's like imagine just putting layers and layers of clothing on without <laughs> dealing with the of, ones. <laughs> all I can think of is the, Joey? the funny friend scene in Joey. <laughs> yeah, the funny scene in Friends with Joey. <laughs> so I know it's – I it is a beautiful metaphor, yeah. but it's <laughs> – you took That's all my underwear. Only- you took my clothes. I'm wearing all yours. That's the only thing that I can think of. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yes, this is a beautiful moment, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if that's all that pops into my brain is Joey wearing like 20 layers all of Chandler's clothes, clothes. <laughs> and doing lunges while going commando. Um so, yeah, so the past becomes heavy on the shoulders as if we're putting on clothes over another without removing the previous ones, which, again, is obviously a metaphor, like mm-hmm. his past, you know. Um, and she wrote because – oh, yeah, so she definitely did. Because she said, because of my episode reviews, a fan asked me which book this was from because it was rumored to be from Catcher in the Rye. Mm. As it turns out, due to time pressures, the producers could not get copyright clearance. Um to use to use a book and so the writers actually wrote this excerpt themselves so i thought that was cool yeah Um, and so i'm guessing also the one that celine reads is probably also one that they wrote it's probably not from 
right. like a real book because then she reads a, a chunk from her book because he had highlighted that portion which is why she said oh what did you just highlight so he reads that portion and then she reads a little snippet from her book about how you know the ghosts of the past are blocking mm-hmm. the path basically to this to this home yeah um and so obviously they were very poignant um Mm-hmm. And so they decide they're going to cook dinner together mm-hmm. um, because she's like, no, I don't really want to go out. I just want to stay here with you. And she's like, well, I'll cook. And he said, but you just said you didn't have energy to even go out. Like, you're not going to have energy to cook. And so he's like, and she's like, well, I'll make you this. And I won't I won't fry anything. I promise. And he's like, well, how about we cook <laughs> together? Um, so it looks like they make almost like an eggplant kind of casserole yeah. dish, I thought. Yeah. Um, and they're all excited to eat it. And then Ida calls with right. the, the with drama. The bad with, Bora news. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is when Demir's super bothered by it and says that lovely, wonderful thing about yes. why isn't he as a husband protecting his wife. And um, well, that's when they decide that they're going to help them with Bunyamin and then mm-hmm. with getting Bora a job and all that kind yeah. of starts to go into the works. But um, then we get these garden snuggles, and I feel like they have some of their best moments, like some of their most, like, important, like, talks or revelations or whatever in the garden around. I don't know if that's, like, it's just, like, a cement bench or if it's, like, in front of, like, a fire pit. They've had fires yeah. there before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's basically they have their little patio area, and then down the stairs and off kind of around the corner, I think, is where that little their area little, is. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, they're kind of talking about um, sleeping and watching each other as they sleep. Well, she kind of denies it because he says something about how she looks when she sleeps and she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, you watch me when you sleep? Almost like, oh my gosh, Demir, you're such a creep. Why are Uh you watching me while I sleep? (laughs) But but he's like, oh yeah, because you've never watched me as I've slept. And And she's like, no. uh-huh. But then he finally re- – I love that he repeated what she had said that night when he really wasn't yes. asleep. Because um, he has her number. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh-huh. Well, my heart is hurting too, Celine. <laughs> and she's like, you jerk. Like basically like, How- you didn't say anything. He's like, look, I did the only thing I could have done in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. um, And so then that kind of leads to a little bit of talking about, you know – She's like, that was one of the hardest nights for me, though, because you left and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, because he he talks about how he's kind of teasing her, saying that mm. she leaves her mouth open when she's sleeping. Oh, that's right. But <laughs> then he's thinking back. We get a little flashback to the night before he leaves for Paris. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's um, watching her sleep in his uh-huh. bed. Because she had the nightmare, as we know, and then she ended up kind of falling asleep with her head on his shoulder. He carried her back in and was watching her sleep. And so he says, it was so hard for me to leave that day. I didn't want to go. And then she's like, well, it was the worst night for me because I woke up and you were gone. And not only were you gone, but you had gone to Paris with Laura. Mm -hmm. And then she – I think she even says something along the lines of – you know, because then she kind of brings up, and now you have to leave, you know, uh-huh. again because you've got that, you know, you have to leave early Leading. in the morning. And it's been a very long time since I've actually wanted to see Demir Arendelle leave this bag with – or leave this house with his bags packed, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and 
he's like, listen, like, it's not going to be the same thing. I leave early. Yes. But I'm going to be back in the office by the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, believe me, I don't ever want to spend another day away from you again. And yeah. I'm like, so I love sweet. it. Because he gives her a cheek kiss and they say goodnight to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, And then and the I next just... morning she wakes up and he left a post-it for her. Yes. Of, <laughs> of like, basically like, don't don't um worry your pretty little head or or don't ruin your beautiful face by crying mm-hmm. kind of a thing like i'll be uh, back soon. i love you yes, yes yes and did you notice they called each other safely this episode yes the whole episode oh, the I whole episode it. i yeah. loved it and yeah we got quite a handful of like i love you or i love you very much like mm-hmm. i i really really just love that they're we like, didn't great. get a kiss this episode we got cheek kisses, which she had said we were going to get a kiss every oh. episode, except 16 was full of cheek kisses. So okay. it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, 16's full of cheek um, kisses. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were we were promised. False yeah. advertising. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She did specify 16's full of cheek kisses, but no full okay. on like lip kiss. Um, and it's that's why Demir is acting so hungry all the time this mm-hmm. whole episode because he didn't get a single kiss. He didn't. And Poor even when man. and when he really tried to shoot his shot like twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Celine. Um so, you know, we covered this a little bit like Elul and Demir they're driving. It seems like they're coming back from the client like they've already talked to the client. Mm-hmm. Um he's trying to just keep it civil and whatever. Yeah. She's trying to be more chit chatty. Mm-hmm. And then she, but he's kind of annoyed by it. But then she winds up having the asthma attack. We, you know, again, we kind of covered that. Um, right. But then I, like, Ida calls him. Um, oh, because he had told Ida, like, hey, get me Bora's stuff to, like, send to my person who I'm trying to get him a job with. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when he helps Elul up to get in the car. She tries to kiss him. Okay. Flips out. Um, so she does apologize. I think you talked about that. How she, it wasn't planned. I think it was just like muscle memory, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, and that's when he tells her to take a taxi and he does wind up leaving her on the side of the road at that point. Um, this is where he also had told her about what his anger really was rooted in. So we covered all of this, I think. I was just right. happy that he left her on the side of the road again, honestly. like Yeah. Well, <laughs> and just- he warned her. He warned her after she had tried to kiss him mm-hmm. uh, initially. He basically is like, don't do that again or I'm going to – like, mm-hmm. don't make me leave you on the side of the road again like and I already did. did. <laughs> and then, yeah, because she was – kept bringing it up and kept trying to defend herself. He's like – Okay, <laughs> you yep. can take a taxi home because I'm not dealing with your ridiculousness right now. Yeah. And then I think um, he and Celine talk for a second on the phone right before everything hits the fan because she says something about like she's not going to be home or she's only going to go home and grab lunch and they can't get lunch together. Maybe like they were planning to get lunch together on their lunch break somewhere. Right. But she's basically like, I'm going to run home for lunch or something like that, where yeah. it's basically like, we'll see each other at home later. Mm-hmm. Um, They're not going to see each other until dinner is kind of yeah. what it establishes. And so, you know, and he's like, okay, you know, she's like, I miss you. He's like, I miss you too. Things are good. Um, right. And but a ends up coming back. Um, and there's there's talk at the office. I don't even remember what they were talking about. Though. I think Barack was saying like, I think it was about Merve maybe like, and maybe like, um, I think I, you're right. Like basically like, hey, I don't think the weekend went great. Don't bug her about it. Like leave her alone. Right. That's Something right. Because like that. he 
That's right. Because that morning is when they do their therapy session and everything. And Celine calls Barack and Barack is oh, like. Oh, yes. Oh, did, you know, what happened? Is she okay? Tell her not even to bother coming into work today. She can stay home and rest. Mm-hmm. And then I think later they're just talking about the whole situation after the yeah. therapy thing. So. Yeah, I think he was just giving them all a heads up to just kind of go easy on Mervay today. And not yes. be like, how was Antalya? Because they all knew she was mm-hmm. going to go there for the weekend. So, you know, it, that was nice of him. Um and so, so Elul ends up coming to mm-hmm. back to the office first uh, because Demir is kind of taking a minute. He's just with kind of isolated with his thoughts mm-hmm. on the coast. He, I think, needed to take a drive probably to sort of decompress. Yeah, he's like at that spot. It's happened in a few DZs. And it's actually, I think, the spot he we first see him in the first episode. He's kind of staring at the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen that that see, that spot's been used in other DZs too. It was yeah. used in Bayonlish. Um yeah, Anyways, yeah, sure. it's a very scenic, very pretty place. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's just – yeah, like you said, he's just taking a minute for himself. But right. they're, they're still – he's still on the phone, though, with Celine because – or does he call her again? Not in that moment. Because they are on the phone when she starts, like, having her asthma attack again. So I don't remember yes. how that came about. Um, I think it just – I think he does call her – um, but Celine is super distracted and yeah, she's like, oh, ha- you know, mm-hmm. hang on. And, and maybe they're talking about their plans for later or something like that. Um, and then I kind of totally fast forwarded through this whole portion in my rewatch today. Um, because it's just, Elul's just kind of like losing right. it and she's, it's getting harder to breathe. I think she even is telling him at that point, oh, she, you know, I, Elul is having an asthma attack. Something's happening. I'm mm-hmm. trying to, you know, she can't breathe. We're looking for her inhaler. Yeah. And, and he's she- trying to tell her because he ends up looking in the car. He sees that it's there. It's yeah. not going to end up being in her purse. He's trying to tell her. But by that point, Elul's like, can on you the- just take me to the hospital? Like, and I think Celine had set the phone down so she can't yes. even, like, hear him. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, so yeah, Celine rushes her. She does wind up. She she does real quick to say, I got to go, like, yes. hangs up. Yeah. And so um, takes her they to the hospital. They don't even tell anybody else nope. at the office. Nope. Like, she's like, no, we need to just get you to the hospital. Yep. <laughs> so they do get her there, get her settled. You know, of course, the doctor's like, you should have an inhaler on you. And she's mm-hmm. like, I usually do, blah, blah, blah. Right, So, right. um. Demir, because he knows he's the one in possession, he rushes back to the office with the inhaler. Right. Of course, they're not there. Nobody knows where they are because they didn't tell anyone. So he's like, where's Celine? Where's this? So he calls Elul first to see that she's okay. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I got here. I have another inhaler at home. Like, it's going to be fine. So he's like, okay, good. Like, doesn't, again, doesn't say anything more. Like, yeah. Just make just, sure she is Just fine. make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. Hangs up. Calls Celine right away and then is like, where are you? And she's like, well, I took her to mm-hmm. the hospital. And then you can tell he feels bad because she's like, Demir, it was so scary. Right. She's like, it was like when you drank that milk. Like, yes. And, you know, passed out. And, like, I was so scared something bad was going to happen. Right. You know. Um, and then they do, you know, they – I don't remember how they get off the phone. But basically, like, you know, I'll see you at home tonight or mm-hmm. however. Like, they get off the phone – fine um but you can tell he's like man he's bothered by it and especially the fact that it scared her yeah so he clearly makes a decision like i'm gonna go home on lunch break too um yeah or because i think she says something about like she's gonna eat lunch at home he i'm pretty sure he knows she's at home and that's why he decided to go home also yes yeah 
Yeah. Well, and at that point, um, you know, they're, they're being, um, discharged from the hospital Mm -hmm. and Elul is just going to go home and rest. But Celine, of course, is very sweet and she's thinking that she is, needs some comfort probably and is like, oh, well, why don't you come relax Mm -hmm. at my house and we can, I have well, and because she well, says something about the dust, right? With the yeah, because what she what she said, I think, was like, "Are you going to go home and rest?" And she's like, "Well, I would, but yeah, it's really dusty at my place because I just moved in, so that's right." Gonna and that irritate could it. aggravate my asthma. Yeah, so I'll so probably just Celine go for a offers, walk. Yeah, she's like, "Well, why don't you just come to my house? We have a nice veranda outside. It's not dusty at all. The mm-hmm. air is nice and clear for your, you know, for your <laughs> lungs." So she ends up taking her up on the offer, and mm-hmm. that's how we get our final scene mm-hmm. of Elul being at the house. <laughs> and then Demir shows up calling for Celine. He sees Elul. Elul sees him. Celine is inside getting them coffee Lunch or tea or, or water coffee. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she doesn't know that he's there yet, but she's about to walk into the situation that is going this to stare be very down. awkward. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's yep. the final moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, I'm like, Matt, part of me is like, I'm glad we decided to record today because we're recording a day earlier than we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, because Ashley is taking me to a fancy donut shop tomorrow morning. So <laughs> that I've never been to that I'm very excited to try. So has um, the most amazing gluten-free donuts you've ever had in your life. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited. So I was like, oh, we normally record on Fridays. So uh-huh. what if we record today? Like I'll watch the episode this morning. Um, but I'm excited because I'm like, oh, I could probably start 17 if I want because now like we'll have recorded 16. So I won't be spoiling anything for myself before we record uh, 16. Right. So I might actually start 17 when we finish doing this. Uh, I don't know how far I'll get, I'll get but yeah. um, I'm just like, oh, okay. She's got to find out next episode, right? Like, oh my gosh. I know. I know. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so that's how it ends. I I really hope she finds out next episode because now I'm like, okay, that will be three episodes that this has been like kept a secret for somebody who does not like keeping secrets or mm-hmm. having secrets kept from him. And while yeah. they've done a good job of, you know, excusing or showing why it's not been said yet, I feel like if it goes further than next episode, her not finding out, like, I don't know, it just feels like the consequences are going to be more dire. Like, if it doesn't happen until, the like, longer it drags. 18 or 19. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. It's funny because – um 19 is one that like a few people have said like oh like it's gonna be right up your angst alley blah 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 and so i'm like i wonder if it's not 18 until she finds out and then we like have or maybe she finds out at the end of 18 and then 19 is angst right city right right yeah um exactly so i'm like i have a feeling it might get pushed till 18 but i'm like Hmm. maybe it won't maybe (laughs) i don't know um we're almost always wrong. So. <laughs> but I can't people believe... seem to love that. So <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we only have like eight, seven or eight episodes left. That's crazy. We just did sixteen. So yeah, so seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty. Yeah, seven episodes after mm-hmm. this. I'm I like, know, oh, like barely two months left covering the show. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess all good things have to come to an end. And again, true. 
I'd rather cover 23 really great episodes than 50 something where half of them are torture. So, I'm um, oily. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm not going to complain. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, number one, I guess I'm curious do you think Bora and Merve, like, do you think they'll officially like separate them? I feel like that's where this is leading, right? Because I know obviously the actor is gone. So, like, I know they have to right. do things with him off screen. But they still could have been like, oh, Celine, you should have seen it. Like, Bora told his family to go to hell. Da, 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 da. Like, you know what I mean? Or everything went so well. It was beyond our expectations. Yes. yes. <laughs> they and could like, have done that. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, he is going to stay out there a little longer. But I have a better understanding for it now that I've met his family. And like, they said, I'm welcome to come out anytime I want to go see him. Yes. So that, you know, while they're, while this is happening. So right. To if me, that I'm like, were the plan, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that's what they would have done. They would have made had the meeting go much smoother. Her family mm-hmm. is still not happy with her. They're still upset. It's it's yeah. just getting, uh, it's continuing to become a worse and worse situation yeah. all around. Yeah. So I don't see it ending. I don't see the show ending with them still together. I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. I really hope it is heading towards like, yeah, this was a terrible mistake. Uh Um, And again, I just sort of like the idea of like episode one, Demir kind of being right. Like, hey, if your relationship really was going to be able to withstand all of this, like you wouldn't have been arguing over which one of you gets to stay. You both would have been more than willing to like try to find another job so that you can stay with each other. Like, I just kind of like the idea of like him – being right in that sense even though even if he didn't have the best intentions even if it it was his own personal experience that caused him to make that rule like because again he made a good point when he said that that's always stuck with me where he's like well despite whatever my rule was your reactions to it towards each other are very telling yeah um so anyways and then yeah yeah Leave it, let her heal a little bit, and then just let Vedat sweep her off her feet. Um, I would be – if – wouldn't it be funny if next episode something happens and Vedat and Merve run into each other, <gasps> like, separately away from the office? Yeah. It's just a total coincidence. And they, like, sort of have a moment, or at mm-hmm. least he does, mm-hmm. but she's still, you know, very right. kind of tumultuous Big, and focused yeah. on her feelings with her marriage mm-hmm. um but he's kind of like oh who's that girl yeah sort of a moment and, it's and- just no. <laughs> <laughs> so i i mean of course this is me just dreaming yes. yeah hey it could happen i know that listen lovely. anything can happen on this show uh and true. nothing seems to go as you would typically expect so true um yeah that and then what was my other one um do you think Ebo and Ida are going to make it and they're just going to have to work through their stuff and then they'll eventually kind of figure out their dynamic? Um, I, I don't, do. I don't think it's ever going to – even if they didn't wind up staying together, I think it would be a very, like, mutual, like, hey, I think maybe we jumped into this. Right. And, like, I – you know, I enjoy your company, but I don't think we're right romantically. Um, and they would still be, like, all friends. Right. Um, I didn't I wouldn't see it happening something terrible like Bora and Merve. But I sort of feel like yeah. I sort of feel like that they'll make it. They're just kind of having to figure this stuff out and like genuinely get to know each other. Yeah, I I agree. Um I think I 
I feel like we've probably been through the worst with their relationship mm-hmm. already. Like we've already seen the low yeah. of what they're going to experience together. And from here, it'll just be them getting to know each other better. And yeah. I could see them I, – I could see the flip side and maybe them not ending up together mm-hmm. just because of compatibility. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Ebo mentioned, you know, because he likes being outdoors. Mm-hmm. He likes his motorcycle. Ida isn't really into that. She likes the finer things in life. Um, and Creature comforts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I could see that and maybe both of them, like you said, it being a mutual thing and mm-hmm. them just kind of being like, well, I'm happy single sort of yeah. a situation. But I I see – I feel like the more accurate prediction is that they'll, they'll be they'll fine and together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then – I'm curious, do you – because I was thinking about this too. I'm like, well, it hasn't really been brought up. Do you think his mom or dad are ever going to make an appearance? Because now I feel like that was a big thing before. And like, yes, it still exists. Right. But it hasn't – like, dad hasn't been incessantly calling. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm wondering that. And like, when the heck is she actually going to find out this is his child at home? Like, because – I could see – I could still see dad showing up. Okay. I'm just curious if this winds up being one of those things where it was a plan and then they got canceled and then, like, it didn't get to happen. Um, Because I'm like, they established that story enough that I feel like it was meant to be like, okay, let's put a pin in this, but we will revisit it. Right. And then I'm just curious if there actually was the time to revisit it. Um, And, yeah, and then, like, I I just love that. I'm like, okay, I I hope at the very least, like, she does find out that it's his childhood home and it wasn't like such a rushed thing that like she doesn't ever like know that because I think it's important right. that she can see like for him again why he was so adamant about it but mm. then like him be able to tell her like you completely turned this house around for me like right. you know like you filled it with like loving memories and things mm-hmm. I want to hold on to forever and I would just I just really want Celine to know that like you yeah. know um so yeah. I could still see Baba showing up at some point, mm-hmm. especially I think they could work it into a situation because Demir's side of the company is the mm-hmm. one that's struggling currently mm-hmm. because of Barack and everything he's doing. And Elul very likely oh. met Baba at some point mm-hmm. during their relationship. And I could see her reaching out to Demir's dad for uh, some sort of business reason. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because we don't really know what his dad does other than like he – I think it was mentioned kind of because obviously he had to like travel for work and stuff, which is why he was right. like sent to boarding school. But I don't remember if it was ever established like what it was that he did that he had to be away so much for work. Yeah, to me the implication is that his dad is some sort of big – you know, fancy businessman, yes, who is probably very important within Mm -hmm. whatever business. So I would imagine he has pull or Mm. influence Mm -hmm. and maybe Elul, you know, reaches out or I I, I don't know. I could just Mm -hmm. see a connection coming back with, with his dad and bringing 
bringing trouble. <laughs> and everyone listening is laughing and probably going, like, they're, <laughs> they're so like, wrong. <laughs> all the all the people who know that he never shows up are uh-huh. like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, Ashley. <laughs> Oh, one we'll be right about something. We will. Yeah. Um eventually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just fun to think about that stuff. So yeah. I'm like, all right, this is stuff that like was brought up at some point and like right. built upon a bit and then just kind of hasn't been revisited, but could yeah, easily. Just disappeared. Yeah. I mean, like, even in EK, granted again it was a writer change, but still like mm-hmm. who, you know, his mom, John's mom was mentioned a lot in her abandonment of you know him and their dad and all that but mm-hmm. um you know and then it was just it kind of was they let it lie it didn't nothing really came of it and then yeah. like 10 episodes later she showed up on uh their doorstep so right, right um yeah it's not it's not unheard of so right anyways but yeah um i really enjoyed this episode i really liked to see the the genuine growth in demure from just 15 to 16 in like oh, yeah. him not letting it be such a noose around his neck as far as how it's affecting him and his feelings and this. Um, mm-hmm. So I just feel like, well, the next step has to be, like, tell her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and you so desperately don't want her to find out in an inappropriate way, as you said. So I'm yeah. like, and this DZ is good about taking things and kind of putting their own better spin or twist on it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. was that a foreshadowing that that is not how she's going to find out. Like, right. she's not going to find out from Barack or, you know, or Awol herself or overhear something. But, like, he will finally tell her. Um, well, maybe this is going to shake him and mm-hmm. he's going to be like, okay, crap, I need to tell her because yeah. now Awol's in my house. And mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't tell her very soon, something yeah. is going to happen. Well, and clearly they're forming – I mean, yeah, she helped her, but, like, this could be the start of them forming their own friendship outside mm-hmm. of the office. And, yeah, she absolutely yep. deserves to know who she's forming a friendship with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, if she is someone more than just a board member's daughter. Right. Um, where Demir is concerned. So. 100%. All right. Well, thank you guys for sticking with us again this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed uh, our craziness again as much as we enjoyed making it so um thank you guys um if you have any of your own thoughts theories input no well you don't have theories because you all have already seen it um (laughs) thoughts or maybe somebody's watching it (laughs) along with us okay (laughs) you know i do think we have one who like a like there's a girl on twitter who's like tweeting she's like i'm trying to watch along with you guys and i'm pretty sure it's not a rewatch i think she's also watching for the first time so yeah see there you go um she could have theories Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you know reach out to us uh you know where to find us on twitter instagram uh our facebook group all that stuff is in the episode notes um but yeah so other than that we'll be back next week with volume 17 until next time to shoes post to call